Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity. Very excited to be joined by the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber. The Blues are back tonight. Blues versus Blackhawks. Pre-game coming up at 4.30 with Alex Ferrario. Puck drop at 5.30. You, you'll hear the action right here on 101 ESPN. Curbs, thanks for hopping on today. Let's start with this. What's it like to finally be back on the call for an actual Blues game? You know, it'll be a lot of fun. I've, you know, I've watched a lot of games, you know, just from the other leagues and a lot of baseball games over the weekend, watched the, you know, the hockey games yesterday and to, to get a feel for it. You could definitely tell without a shred of doubt that Johnny Forsland uh, was, was on site for the early game, that, that Pittsburgh Flyers game. They've got him actually in Toronto for NBC. Uh, you, you could definitely tell that, but you know, I, I think the way broadcasters are handling so, so some of these have been fantastic. You don't know the difference and the setup at uh, over at Centene and those uh, EMB Granite Studios. Uh, I, I think is going to be excellent to to give Joe and I exactly what we need to do to to bring the game as best as we can to everybody. Curbs, you talk about the games last night, and you know, I know for myself when I watched it, I was actually kind of surprised at how fast they were going and the intensity of it in watching those games. Were you shocked at all to see how quickly they got to that intensity and the fact that they don't have one person in the stands and they're creating this intensity? Yeah, you know what? The speed was was really evident, Jamie. You're absolutely right. We literally we just got off of the phone about a minute ago from a, a little chat. You know, the, the broadcasters kind of catch up with Craig Berube, and he brought that up. He said, and he was at that game in Edmonton last night, so – he said that what he really thinks is going to happen here, and, and, and I think there's some real validity to this, is that because everybody is so rested and everybody is geared up and, and to go, and, and what is at stake in terms of an opportunity to win a Stanley Cup, he thinks the speed is going to be amazing, the intensity is going to be amazing, but he doesn't think there's going to be a whole lot of execution, at least in the early going here, where it just might be a track meet from one end of the ice to the other. And then as he's as the tournament itself goes on, you'll see more and more execution. That's why that's why he said it. It he just feels it's so important that if they can get to the execution state of their game quicker, that's going to be an advantage because he, he said that based on what he saw and what he's anticipating, he doesn't think there's going to be a whole lot of great execution here, especially in the early going. So if I'm a fan tonight, Curbs, and I'm watching the game at home, what should I be looking for to know that the Blues have that execution down? What specifically should I be looking for? Well, you know what? The coach wants to see the small things. So he knows that there are, there are some guys that need to get in even better shape. There's some guys that need to get in game-ready mode. 
Um, and, and he anticipates that that's going to take, you know, just a, a little bit of time. But the little things, are the line changes sharp? Are, are the, the smart plays with the puck there? You know, if, if you don't have a play to make, instead of turning it over at the blue line, do you chip it into the forward coming behind you with support and you're able to gain possession? How, how well do they get onto the puck below the goal line and control it in the offensive zone? You know, are, are the D activating? Are the reads from the defenseman going to be there? You know, when to jump in and, and not compromise the structure of the forwards a whole lot. So I think that that's, that, that's all kind of part of it. He is going to go with both goaltenders tonight. He's going to play Jordan Bennington for two periods, Jake Allen for one period, and uh, and, and kind of get both of those guys going in this game as well. And, you know, that that's that's an area I, that he is definitely going to be keeping some very close eye on. Yeah, Curbs, you know what? I think the listeners are just as intrigued by – what's going on in the bubble as to what they're going to see on the ice. And I was just curious to find out if you've talked to any of the players or even the coaches on what they've experienced so far in the bubble and, you know, what they think of it. So, so a couple of guys that, that I've traded messages with have said, that, you know, they've been really impressed with the setup. They've impressed with the deep, impressed with the detail. Um, we, we, uh, again, like Barubi, we, we talked with Alex Petrangelo just about a half hour ago uh, about it. And, um, you know, it, it, Jamie, there's a real interesting aspect to this. Like, like Alex Petrangelo is a very active person, right? I mean, especially with three kids at home. Oh yeah. Okay? He's not a big video game guy. All right. So, so guys like that are going to have the challenge because they haven't really opened other things up in, in another four or five days. They might be able to get out and go play some golf at a course and that kind of stuff. But that hasn't happened yet. So it's, it's more of a challenge, and especially since the Blues are only playing three games in the first 11 days, right? I guess four if you count tonight's game. But they, so there's the mental aspect that, it's, that, that I think is going to be a, a real challenge. And, and to a person, they all said the same thing. Once we get playing regular games come the first round of the playoffs, that'll make it easier. Going to the rink is pretty normal. But without a doubt, the mental side of how you handle your downtime is, is really going to be, for them, the biggest challenge. So, you know, I think for, for some younger guys that don't have a care in the world, that don't really have a whole lot of responsibility besides just showing up and playing hockey, and then they're playing video games or they're playing ping pong, I mean, this they'll, they'll handle it one way. For guys with families and other things going on, that's a, that creates a different challenge. And, I, I, Jamie, I think that that is going to be – an absolute storyline to watch because the teams that handle that better are the teams that are going to succeed. Okay, so Curbs, I want to go back a little bit in time. going to jump in my time capsule to last season to where the Blues had a lot of adversity. Then we fast forward a little bit to the hand pass situation in the playoffs. And every time there's been some kind of adversity, Craig Berube and the leadership group have really shown a unification in the fact that this is not going to derail us. So based upon that, how much of an advantage do you think the Blues could have having been through last season, having been through that roller coaster ride, having their emotions played with so much, will that benefit them in this, you know, mentally tough Stanley Cup playoffs that they're about to enter? I think it's a huge advantage. Carl Gunnarsson told us about a week or so ago that, if, if you really go back to the Stanley Cup final, the way they handled it, remember the Blues could have made a decision to stay in town and have an extra day at home, and they said, no, let's just go to Boston. They took those offies on the road. They, He said that they felt like they were in a bubble all of last playoffs um, with, with kind of the way things were going. So 
I mean, it's not as restrictive as the one they're in now. I think it's a huge advantage, and, and let's hope that we're right on that, Jamie, because the, to me, to me, the mental toughness of the Boston Bruins and, and the St. Louis Blues is the factor that it gives me a sense that those are a favorite to both get back to the Stanley Cup final again and uh, because of what they went through and because of the veteran nature of their teams and that aspect of it, because of the close-knit side of it. I mean, Joe Vitale was talking to, to Trent Frederick, and, and he said that those guys are clicking on all cylinders right now with the intensity and the leadership of their veterans. So I, and I, I, I think you're on it there, but I, I think that that's a, a, a huge factor uh, that, that is one that you can count on the St. Louis Blues passing pretty easily. Final question for Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. The Blues are undefeated this year against the Blackhawks, Curb. First time they've done that in the season series against Chicago. I'm curious what that means in your opinion for the mindset, the intensity going into what is an exhibition game and doesn't count towards the actual standings, but a game between two rivals nonetheless. What are you expecting from the intensity in this one? Yeah, that's 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 a great nugget and a great stat there, uh, Brandon. Because you know the Blues have had some success against Chicago. Chicago's defense is not very good, and and Brent Seabrook was unable to join them. Um, you know, I don't know how in game shape Corey Crawford really is or going to be. That's a that's a great wild card for the Blackhawks. I think the fact that they had regular season success against them uh, and and really outscored them and dominated some of those games. I, I think the fact that. Um, is a confidence booster to tonight. So you know what you're going up against from that standpoint. Uh, I, I do think that, and, and, and Petrangelo added to this this morning with us. He said, look, we're actually taking this game very seriously. I know it's a, an exhibition game, so I know it, you know, it doesn't count towards anything. He goes, but it's the only game that we have to get ready. And so, yeah, we, we are taking this one seriously. And, and here's a quick thing. Guys, I didn't even realize this myself. Uh, until, you know, Craig was talking about it along those lines. Um, they're actually – so they're going to dress Troy Brower tonight. They're going to dress an extra forward, uh, and they're dressing an extra D. So Miko Mikola is going to be in the lineup tonight, and Troy Brower. Uh, with this exhibition game and them trying to get it in, teams instead of 18 players can dress uh, – or 18 skaters can dress 20 skaters. So you might see, at least on that fourth line, or, you know, Mikola working in, you might see some things – uh, that, that Craig Berube could be curious about how they respond in the uh, uh, in, in, in the seeding round games. So it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be fascinating. But they've had good success against Chicago, and I, I think it's a great opportunity for them to get kind of a good feel good game in if they play really well tonight going into those games. Because again, one, one more time, Alex said this. He goes, make no mistake about it, guys. He goes, we're not taking these round robin games. Uh, lightly, he goes, we want to be first overall. We, we want to have every advantage we can get, even if that advantage is just getting the last line change. The Blues are back. They started all tonight. Blues versus Blackhawks pregame at 430 with Alex Ferrario. Puck drop with the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, coming up right here on 101 ESPN at 530. Kerbs, we always appreciate the time, man. We look forward to it, and we can't wait to hear you again on the call tonight. Cheers, guys. We'll see you tonight. Uh, Have a great rest of your day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.